0: So there, so there, so there, so there, let me know your thoughts. So there, so there, so there, let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying, let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead in for so there. So there. Welcome to episode seven of so there. I'm Tom Karamidas. I'm Gary Doyle. Where do you work, Tom? I am a molecular biologist at the Brookings Institute. You might have heard of it. I thought you were an arc welder. (laughs) That's next week. Seven episodes of So There. I really didn't think we'd make it
1: beyond two. No, and I have a feeling we might not make it beyond the next one after tonight's with the topic that Gary Doyle has in mind.
0: Well, I will also predict, before we move on to that, that we will discover after tonight's episode that we are completely out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, why don't you kick us off?
1: All right, so uh, this comes a a week late. should have discussed this last week, perhaps, before the Packers-Bears game, uh, which the Packers destroyed the Bears on for those non-sports fans out there. But Gary Doyle was out prepping to shoot a television commercial, so he could not record last week but uh, I wanted to talk about something that's been a bone of contention for Tom Care and Gary Doyle for a long time and perhaps we can even get some viewer mail about this to break the tie so uh, Green Bay Packers had a quarterback named Brett Favre as my dad used to call him Bart Favre and uh, Brett Favre uh, obviously had a great career great quarterback Uh, But one game late in his career, uh, Brett Favre's dad passed away. Big Irv, I think they called his dad. He passed away. And Brett Favre, the day after his dad's passing, played football and won the game. And so there was a chorus of like hosannas and oh this is incredible what a what a what a memory of his father what an incredible inspiration to us all and I'm like who would go to work the day after your dad passes away who would go to work I don't care if you're a you're a football player or an arc welder or a molecular biologist if 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 your dad God forbid passes away I think it's a little insensitive to go to the funeral the ne- or to 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 go to your job the next day. Wouldn't you want to console, be there for your family, uh, you know, help with the funeral arrangements, uh, you know, all the things that need to be done when this terrible event happens? And and uh, and, and 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 I've never understood it. And and Tom Karamidas, I think, will disagree with me, but. The uh, the the renewing of the Bears Packers rivalry this past week. I wanted to to bring that up and uh, and get your thoughts.
0: Let me know your thoughts. All right. Well, before I even respond, I've never heard anyone utter the word Hosanna. What is that? Catholic Church hymn. Hosanna,
1: hey, zanna. Oh, actually, it's uh, from uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Hosanna, hey, zanna, sana, sana, ho, sana, hey, sana, hosanna! Hey, JC, JC, won't you cry for me? Honest, so oh, sana, hey, sana, ho. Aren't you sorry you asked? <laughs> At this
0: point, I am. Thank you, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Gary Doyle, uh, always the educator. Um, I will, I, I will respond first uh, uh, by saying that um, I would have always assumed that Brett Favre, the son, would have known what his dad would have wanted. He knew his dad, he was very close to his dad, his dad coached him his whole life, but I will admit there's a chance, I stand corrected, that, that Gary Doyle of Illinois, might know better of what Irv Favre would have wanted after his passing. So if if that is the case, uh, I will admit you are right. I will say, and, and I've known Gary Doyle's attitude about this since since the incident happened. Gary has over and over used words like classless in, in, in describing it. And all I can say is, in, in in scouring the Internet and listening to all the pundits and all the national sports broadcasters i've never heard anybody have the same attitude as gary i've always heard words like heroic and unforgettable and honoring his dad's memory i think what gary doyle refuses to admit is he has such deep hatred for anything green bay packer oriented that he will take anything and twist it into the most vile negative he possibly can you mean i hate the green and yellow if that makes you feel better, yes, the green and yellow. Um, so Tom Caramidas yeah. likes to call them the green and gold. I have to remind him,
1: it's not actually gold in their uniform. The, I know they, we appreciate the alliteration, but it's yellow.
0: All right. Well, they're still better than the bears <laughs> in any color. So there. That cannot
1: be denied. Uh, I feel like if I, if I were to say to you, Tom... If I died, I want you to go to work the next day at your job, which you're not allowed to say what that job is. I would want you to go to work the next day. But then if I actually did die, I'll bet Tom Karamidus would take care of my family. I think Tom Karamidus would make sure that they're feeling okay, He'd console them, and he'd worry more about that than his job.
0: So there. All right. I will just say that, that if, if, God forbid, Gary Doyle died... And Gary Doyle, on his deathbed, had taken me by the hand and and said, Tom, I want you to go back to work the next day. I would honor that because of my deep love for Gary Doyle. At the same time, I would make sure that his family was well cared for and and their needs were being met. I'm glad that you used the word if
1: I die because I don't plan on dying. I'd like Mm -hmm. to achieve immortality. Or as Woody Allen said, I don't want to achieve immortality through my work. I want to achieve immortality by not dying.
0: So there. Well, I know by now uh, we've lost anyone who is not a sports fan. So uh, for those of you who did a fast scan up to about the, uh, oh, I guess about the seven minute mark, I will, uh, I will move on to another topic. And this is something that has, has long irritated Tom Karamidas, And it happens, I find, most often in supermarkets. Uh, and that is the what I call the ma watch me parent school of parenting what will happen is you'll be going down the grocery the the cereal aisle and you'll see a mom or a dad with the the cart and their kid in the cart and they'll be having a discussion about cereal but the mom or dad will really be wanting to show off what a great involved engaged parent they are by talking really loudly about hey, buddy, can you identify all the lucky charms? Can you see the shapes? Can you tell me what the shapes are? And they do this purely for the benefit of whoever might be with an earshot to show what a great, wonderful, engaged parent they are. But I know the truth, and I know as soon as they're out of the grocery store in the car, that parent is screaming at the kid or ignoring the kid. So there.
1: That is a phenomenon. I think Gary Doyle identified that phenomenon, I believe. I believe you're piggybacking on my observation much the same way you piggybacked on my uh, my thought that if I ever opened up my own agency, I'd call it the Gary Doyle experience. Tom Karamidus created his weather website and called it the Tom Caramitas climatological experience. But I digress. Uh... That is a phenomenon. My observation of it is that they, I call them loud-parenters, and that they do it to show others. So my observation is, uh, move out of the way of that nice man. It's never good to keep people waiting. Like really loudly for your benefit so you can hear. Keep your hands inside the cart. Nobody likes children's hands outside the cart. sort of a demonstrative... Uh, 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 parenting to let everybody else know that they're disciplining their child. So there.
0: I sense, and I've already kind of come up with a title for this episode, which is um, Attack Tom Karamidus. I must have done something in episode six to inspire such raw animal hatred coming from Gary Doyle towards Tom Karamitis, but I will, I will not be intimidated. I looking over my windscreen pop filter right into Gary's eyes and I know I can he knows I cannot be intimidated I love you I love you I'm sorry that I went on the attack it was not my intention what Gary Doyle is really going for is something that has happened to us many times in real life when we call it brooding when one person has probably hurt the feelings of the other, our voicemail exchange will go oddly silent for several days. And even though the legitimate reason is usually somebody got very busy, the uh, the person who is, is is not responding will be accused of brooding. And now pouting. We'll
1: see, and now we'll see if Tom Caramidas broods after this
0: episode. We'll find out. If we make it to the end. And now it's time for So There Redux, where, if you recall, we revisit a topic that we've discussed before, and we add a new flavor to it. Um, last week, I talked about uh, an experience I had, a uh, public embarrassment, where uh, at a symphony concert, I made the the awful rube mistake of applauding between the actual movements, uh, when the piece wasn't over, and I was the only one who applauded, and you just want to vanish and disappear into your own skin. Um, I want to talk about another kind of uh, public humiliation that's happened to me uh, several times, and I guess I should learn my lesson by now. Um, I find people generally, at least I, don't carry cash much anymore. Everything is is credit card, so I don't really have much cash in my wallet, which I often realize when I'm in my favorite Mexican restaurant and the mariachi band starts to walk over to my table and and what should be a pleasant experience if if not slightly uncomfortable um, uh, becomes really painful because i realize i don't have anything to tip them with and i'll always i'll request guantanamera or something like that guantanamera
1: Guadira, guantanamera
0: guantanamera Guadira, Guant- and then that awkward moment when they're finished, you just kind of smile and nod and thank them. And they realize they're not getting any cash. And I feel embarrassed and humiliated. And, you know, that's, that's my redux for today.
1: That is humiliating. It's like when you park your car at the hotel and you don't have the $2 and you go,
0: I'll get it next time. <laughs> I'll tip you on the way out, champ. Have a great day.
1: Okay, this next segment is called, I Decree. And this is, if Tom Karamidas and Gary Doyle were kings, if we were kings of the world, if we were kings of the United States, we would decree that certain people do certain things. So, Gary Doyle's been traveling lately, as I said, prepping to shoot television commercials for one of my clients. And I have a couple of travel decrees. I decree that someone walking onto an airplane shall not put their bag in the overhead compartment and then move to the back of the plane. No, I decree that one must put their overhead bag above where they're sitting. I have another decree. I decree that miscreants in coach shall not use the first class bathroom. Miscreants in coach shall not venture forth into first class and use their bathroom. And I speak from someone who sits in coach most of the time. I decree thou shalt use the bathroom in coach. The bathroom in first class is meant for the people that
0: paid $1,200 a ticket. And that's why there's a curtain, right? Exactly. You ever notice that when you're in coach, you resent the heck out of that curtain? You just hate the curtain. But when you're in first class, you turn, you look over your shoulder and you say, God, I wish they would just shut that damn curtain the
1: rare times that I fly first class these days, I don't want those people from coach coming into the
0: bathroom. I don't like it. I don't like it. I decree that food that enters a bathroom shall become unsuitable for further consumption. I often at work will walk into the restroom with a beverage in my hand and I instantly become uh, repulsed by it and I will not bring it to my lips once more. Something happens in the bathroom, the odor molecules are looking for a target, and you know they're going to find their target on the rim of my paper cup. So I decree that bathroom f- the food that enters the bathroom becomes unsuitable for further consumption.
1: That's not an entirely unfounded belief. I read somewhere once that when you smell poop, that's actually poop molecules that enter your nostrils and register as, as aroma in your nose and I don't know if that's true or not but I've thought about that ever since I read that that when you smell poop you're actually it's going up your nose the poop is going up your nose so I think the poop going into your beverage is not far-fetched
0: I'm sure I'm sure there are websites devoted to people who would actually enjoy that I decree
1: No more dog beaches in Lake Michigan. We are blessed with the bounty of Lake Michigan and its beautiful beaches. And the fact that some towns from Chicago all the way up the North Shore devote parts of their precious beach to dogs is wrong to Gary Doyle. And Gary Doyle loves dogs. But beaches should not be for dogs. Beaches should be for human beings. There's only so much beach real estate. I decree no more dog beaches in Lake Michigan.
0: I decree that people will finally learn the literal meaning of the word literally. I've been struck lately with how even educated journalists will misuse the word. I will give you four examples from the past week because this is a i've started writing these things down it happens so often twice on cnn in the last week one cnn reporter said trump supporters literally in flames all right another uh, cnn uh, person said in puerto rico literal mountains of anxiety what would a mountain of anxiety look like it would uh, would probably just be uh, gastric bubbles uh, going to the clouds two more from 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 the past week on on the golf channel uh, apparently, the, 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 the greens were very receptive to a lot of approach shots. And the, the, the announcer said, golfers were literally throwing darts at the green. All right? And my, my favorite, my final one was a favorite. It was, it was a woman who was being interviewed on an entertainment show on CNN. And she said, and I quote, his music literally touched my heart. Now, that could be dangerous. That could be dangerous. <laughs> I don't understand, what people don't understand, just, just substitute a phrase like feels like. But why is the word literal, so, literally so hard to understand?
1: I once had a client that used the word literally, but she would, she would pronounce it literally. She would leave out the E-R in the middle, and, she, and she, was, she was not nice, but she would say, she would always say something insulting and say, do you know what I mean? So, this is literally The worst idea I've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? Was she from Little Italy? Little Italy? (laughs) I'm from Little Italy. And this
0: is literally the worst idea I've ever seen.
1: Do you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) That's how she said, do you know what I mean? Was, do you know what I mean, one of her, her speech affects as well that she said at the end of every sentence? Right, right?
1: Right, right, right.
0: Well, as I predicted in the beginning of the show, Gary Doyle and I have run out of ideas, so there may never be an episode eight, but if there is, you'll find out if you subscribe. Don't forget to keep the letters coming. I want to hear how
1: you feel about Brett Favre playing a day after his dad's death at at yahoo.com, the most dynamic of all email platforms.
0: And until next time, this is Gary and Tom saying... So there! <laughs>